It's official. Your pitch has been invaded once again. Welcome to the show. A lot to touch on before we continue. Quick reminder, my name is Luazi Zikubu. I'm Kladam Akwaza. And all the way from Anfield, weighing up 103 kilograms. <laughs> Emeka Enyadike. Oh, goodness, Emeka. What's pitch invasion without your little quips <laughs> on Liverpool? We'll touch on your team and how they performed yet again. Hasn't been a great weekend for me, I must say. Uh, uh, well, it wasn't a great weekend, rather, as a Chiefs and Manchester United fan. And we'll start with the Kaiser Chiefs debacle. And I call it a debacle because I think it's just gone on for way too long now. Well, uh, you another guys, one. You, you another guys, you one. beat us another again. Another one in the back. You yes. beat us again. You beat us again. <laughs> Are you surprised now? Look, <laughs> it's, uh, we've got you on speed dial. You know, this is now becoming um, a routine for pirates. And I feel sorry for Solinas in a way. I must be honest. Like, I. I there's a, a part of me where I feel sorry for him because the players are also letting him down, mm. to be honest with you. Because Chiefs actually had a spell where they actually played well, they moved the ball. And I think the finishing... Also, let's also not forget, you know, he actually hasn't signed the players, right? He walked in and they told him, here are the players yeah. that you're going to get. So, you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, he's dealing with the sort of players that maybe he would have wanted to mm. deal with. And, you know, the, the Manyama situation, you know, he was just thrown in there. I don't think he was ready for that game. So there's a lot not going right at Chiefs. And it's all stemming from the, 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 the backroom stuff, you mm. know, as opposed to, you know, the coach himself. And, you know, Amika has always touched on the fact that, you know, he needs to get his centre-back pairing. Because even again this weekend, I, I'm <laughs> not sure. This is my thing. <laughs> I'm not sure that's about a good um, uh, centre-back pairing. And... I, I think there's certain things that are escaping him now that, you know, are quickly rolling over to, you know, out of his hands. Because mm -hmm. now, you look at the fact that gone, Telcom knockout, that's yeah. another cup gone, twice uh, beaten by Pirates. Yeah. And the league position right now is, you know, Chiefs on playing, you know, they're not giving me any confidence to think that they can also turn it around in the league. Yeah. So, in terms of where his future, you know, looks right now, it's looking very gloomy, I must say. Uh, one thing that has come out uh, from a lot of the Chiefs uh, fraternity is the fact that I think for the first time, well, in uh, Coach Olinas' tenure, uh, they're they starting to realize that maybe it's not the coach. It's actually the players themselves. Either some say they're not good enough, others say there's just not enough commitment. And you saw what Kuna had to say after the game as well. He was uh, a, a man really disturbed. Look, uh, everyone can make excuses. Bottom line at the end of the day is um, it's either you're, you're going to be coach and take responsibility mm. or you're just going to resign. Because, I mean, Solinas, you know, yes, granted he didn't sign players. But, you know, he's there. Yeah. He's got to look at this team and say, where do I want to be before um, we get to the, to, to the, to the halfway line where yeah. I can get in a few players in? Or I can say to them, you know, um, do I have enough uh, quality? Mm. We've, we've seen him, you know, uh, you know Chiefs, they're blowing, they're blowing hot and cold. But, you know, there's nothing... Is that up to him, though? Is it, uh, how, how much responsibility should the players... The players are also them? letting him down. Well, they are, let's be honest. Well, they really are. well, I agree that players do have do have a, a part to play. My, my, my point is, is simply that if he doesn't pull off um, some kind of drastic measures mm. with these players, they're going to get him fired. That's, you know, because I, I, I just think that with, with a lot of the Chiefs fans, they're, they're looking for... They're giving the players some kind of excuse. Mm. Um, for for non-performance, it's it's got to be a collective responsibility. But as coach of the team, he's got to try and get his. But you his... see, my thing is, Amika, you know, he's got Leonardo Castro, right? That guy at Sundowns was a house on fire. Yes. Come a period at Sundowns, house on fire. One mm. of the best players on the continent. 
Probably the and best best player in the PSL. Yeah, probably, right? Um, if it wasn't for Percy Tower, that award could have gone to him easily, yes. right? And Sundowns did try hard to keep him. Now he gets to Chiefs and, you know, he's a shadow of what he was at Sundowns. Castro, shadow of what he was at Sundowns. Uh, Raman, Pachela, shadow of what he's been in the last couple of seasons. Uh, you know, it's only it's it seems like on the shadows it, you know that are trying mean? to defend. So I don't want to get to the back four. So <laughs> there's a lot in terms of on the field that the players themselves aren't pulling up their socks. And look, I know the manager also has a part to play in mm. terms of galvanizing the crew and motivating the players. But on the field, when Castro's facing goal and he decides to turn backwards and then pass it to the side when the striker's facing goal, that's, the point. that's not the coach's you know, but, fault. But my point is, is simply... Billiet, when the pass is on, tries to take on two players, that's yeah. not the coach's fault. So the coach has got to sort out his, his strategy. Remember yeah. what happened with, with, with Pirates and and um, what's our, our best striker in the world? And walking out of the pitch and, and what have you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and try and look at how uh, Michu mm. handled that 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 particular instance. If you don't as a coach, because so how do you know it was Michu? It wasn't Rolani. <laughs> <Well, laughs> hey, look, well, one of them. One who's, of them. Who's pulling the strings? There, we don't know. <laughs> well, well, we don't know. But the point I'm, I'm making is that you know you've got to try and you know you have to try and put you know your your strategy in terms of how how the team is set up, how they play, because you know pretty well that players in South Africa sometimes get lost in the, the frenzy of the crowd and mm. want to turn around and do whatever. But you've got to decide, like Pizzo did in the season where where where, where Sundowns won the, the Champions League, they cut out all of that. Even with Percy, mm. it, was, it was always a case of, you know, even if they turn, it's because there's someone who's running into space to receive to receive. But you know, you know what, why it was easier for Pizzo though? When you've got a squad that big, it's easier to instill competitions. It's easier for you to say, you know what, uh, Percy, you don't pull up your socks. I'm bringing Billiard on. Yeah, but right? but, no, but tactically, you're not but, pulling but up your socks. I'm putting Lafour on. I agree, but right? so Chiefs don't have the team. No, but tactically, you know, there's the quality is there. At who? Mm. Who? If Castro is not pulling up his socks, who is... Uh, you tell Bernard Parker, are they still going to rely on <laughs> Bernard Parker? Are you kidding me? Right? <laughs> so that's the problem with Chiefs. The depth is also a problem. They Bernard, don't Bernard, have depth. Bernard Parker, by the way, scored, scored the greatest own goal ever. <sighs> so don't mess with him. He's... <laughs> because he's scored the greatest <laughs> own goal <laughs> ever. No, I want to go back to the, the, the point that you're making, Ola, about the depth. And it brings me to... you know, And I asked this as well over the weekend. Yes, a lot, of, a lot of focus has been on Chiefs and, and where they are at the moment. But let's also give a lot of credit to Orlando Pirates and they continue to show that they are a side very much on the RPB. You know, when I, when I look at Pirates, in fact, after the game on Saturday, I went back to the, to the, to the league table and mm. I said to myself, yes, they played two games more. But, you know, there's one thing, there's one philosophy that I have, which is um, games in hand mm. mean nothing. Yeah. You gotta win them. them. Yeah. You gotta win them. And if you've if you've won your games and you've taken the points and they're sitting there, and I'm looking like, you know, all of a sudden Pirates look like, you know, they could, they could. I mean, if you if you were to do a form win. table, I mean, yeah. if you were to do a form table from a calendar year yes. form table, yes. right, the whole of 2018, yes. Pirates would be on top of that block. No, they will be. In 2018, they've been the best team, yeah. and that's all. And that's, and, that, and that's the point I was making um, a few weeks ago, where I said. If this season, if last season had run another uh, five another, games, another five games, yes, yeah. 
they would have won the title Easily because I think they've just taken taking that that form now. They, they did have it deep in the beginning, yeah. but I think somehow they found a certain kind of um, like, like mojo. Mm. Found their mojo. But you know what the other key thing that Pirates did this season? They signed the right players. They cut out this nonsense of signing 15 players, 20 players. Guys coming on with jersey number 46 on the back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've no, signed no. the, they've identified <laughs> Paris, area. Paris used to have one, 101. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they identified the weak areas mm. and they signed players where they needed to sign. And what they also did that was quite a key thing is they didn't just chuck out the old guard, mm. right? They kept in Jelly in the right place. Remember, there was a period where Jelly wasn't playing yeah. for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Somehow he's in re- reinvigorated. They've kept him, they've put him in the leadership core, and you can see his leadership, you know, um, it's spreading across the team. So sometimes, you know, there's a, there's something that maybe even Paris themselves can learn from this and say, guys, maybe before in the past, you know, we were so trigger happy, sign this guy, sign that yeah. guy. But just identify the areas of weakness, sign a player there, sign a player here, keep somebody who's got leadership and experience qualities in him, and look how it's boded well for Paris. No, you, you, can, you can also see that tactically there, they seem to be imbibing oh, the they, 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 in the in the two derbies yes. they played against Chiefs they've been literally a, a level above in terms of tactics. can we also mention we, can so we also mention better. something right that's two derbies in a row now where it's gone down to the wire in terms of the game yeah. right? it's gone down to the wire because you know obviously like we've mentioned before the derby will always predict a nil nil or one yeah but, but I told you I told, I, I, told, I told you in a row in fact I, three from the one yeah, exactly you know, this year three in a I row I told you that, that this was a different season and, and the, dif- the, the, the difference is simply that for the first time in a long while both teams are not out of the picture in terms of you know the league the league no yeah. not at all and, that, and that, that, that has been the difference you know that has been the difference and I think it's unfortunate that you know they had to play this game I mean imagine if this, if this game was played at FMB oh there'll yeah. be well, before we move on to, to another really remarkable result from the weekend, how much, and I think we spoke about this off air, how much do you think, you know, th- that because Pirates are doing so well, Chiefs fans now are thinking we can't fall too far behind, hence uh, the mini sort of meltdown from the Chiefs fraternity? No, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, you don't want to be so far off from Paris yeah. because it's not just about bragging rights. It's actually seeing Paris possibly winning. Yeah, right in front of you. <laughs> winning not just because, you know, I'm looking at, at the, the the opportunity now because I was saying last week that maybe they come up against Bitvest and then it's, yeah. it's, a, more, it's a more different game. But yeah. they're playing against Baroka. Yes, last season we saw Free State Stars do the unthinkable. But yeah. You know, with Paris, they'll be thinking, "Hey, we can we can smell something here." Yeah. And then they they are very much in the hunt for the for the for the league title, and you know, it's not a good time to be a Chiefs fan. So, <laughs> but don't you mind also, me? I, I think you know. <laughs> let me add to Chiefs fans' misery, right? Let me add to their misery, right? Let's uh, let's open this up broader. Let's say in the last five five to seven years, let's mm. say seven years, as a Chiefs fan, you've seen Pirates win back to back trebles. They've gone to finals, African finals, right? You're seeing them now challenge for the title. In the seven-year... But she's, year, but she's, she's won, seven she's year, won the title not, not long ago. Yes, I understand that. But I, I'm just putting down what Pirates have done in the last seven years, right? Yeah. In the last seven years, in that span, Pirates has honestly grown on from being, you know... Because seven years prior to that, right? Pirates were just that team where it was like... What is going on? Changing yeah. coaches left, yeah, right, and you're center. Sounding, you're, sounding like, you're sounding like a, like a Chelsea and, no, and, and Man City. But in the last seven years, <laughs> Pirates have just 
overtaken Chiefs to extraordinary levels. I cannot. I, even, I'm not sure if I agree with that. Because in the last seven years, no, no. Chiefs, I mean, where's Sundowns? Where's Sundowns? No, no, no. no, no. We're talking about the Derby here. Okay, okay. Pirates but, but, have gone to Af- African finals, right? Back to back trebles. Yeah. Right. We're now in the Telcom final. We nearly won the league last season. Yeah, the Chiefs that but now, okay, you talk, period. okay, Chiefs have won the, 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 the league title two times in three years. They won multiple cups under, uh, under coach Stuart Baxter. They were in three yeah. cup finals in one season of, under, 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 under. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah. you're talking about going to finals. Yes, yes. No, 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 I'm saying the last so, seven years. No, 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 no. no, no I, 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 I tend to disagree with what you're and saying we've there. Beat, you haven't beaten us in four years. Ah, okay, okay. Let's talk about that then. On top of that. You haven't, no, no, no. Just eclipsing but, Chiefs like you can't. But before those it. four years, you Pirates were on a run where they weren't beating Chiefs Rossi, as well. Back to back travels. Yeah, but that was that was 2010. Porto, the World Cup wasn't even here yet. Olympiacos. <laughs> World Cup wasn't even here. Man United. Yet. That was that was pre World Cup. <laughs> <Pre-World Cup. laughs> he is sound. He is sounding like like a man's Listen, fan. listen. I, I I can also I, Pirates I, have gone to levels. I I, I can agree to an extent that, that Pirates. I mean, obviously, yes, they're doing Chiefs. really well. But what he's saying. You're still no, without no, no, a star. No, no, no. You've watched Sundowns get a star in that process. <laughs> Leave us alone. Leave us alone, okay? Leave us alone. But uh, yeah, it's a big. It's, it's going to be a big week or two for Chiefs. In fact, a big sort of month coming up before the Christmas break. They need to pick up wins. Um, whichever way they come, they need to pick up wins because I think if they go into uh, 2019 still struggling to find who they are and where they are under Salinas, it's going to be a very long season. And then... I was just thinking to myself, should it happen that Pirates once again beat Chiefs in the second round of the league as so to Derby? I'm telling you, there's a stadium that's going to burn. There's a stadium that is going to burn. The free state starts make you guys burn stadiums. You guys still have Cape Town coming up. You've got Sundowns oh, coming sheesh. up. So yeah. I wouldn't wait till Pirates. Yeah. You know, if you guys you know, got, you've got Super Sport United, free state starts. Super Sport United you know, coming up. Super Sport and what, come to town. What I, what I don't understand is... You know, just a thought that there's a, there's still one more derby. Yeah. <laughs> to, to play to play this season there's in March. More suffering coming. In March. More suffering you know, coming. it'll be it'll be like <laughs> you know, is it possible to not play that game? You know, for, because I mean this has been I, I haven't I, I'm trying to think of which which season that Paris have been this this dominant over yeah, It's yeah. been a long while. I can't remember you know? either. Mm. But anyway, I mean, they've. Uh, speaking of fires, I mean, they've got they've got some work still to do in the telecom knockout. Not all is done. They've got Barocca. Ah, you say piece of cake. Piece of it's cake. what Sundown said. It's what Vitz maybe might have said. Yeah. But both have been uh, have been humbled by Barocca. Uh, Barocca has been amazing, and I, and I think that uh, you know the way they've, the the teams they've taken out mm. means that you know you're not going to under, underestimate them in yeah. this in this final. The question is just whether this is a bridge too far. You know, you know how you almost like. Like burn yourself yeah. out with all of those fixtures, but you know it's um, it's one of the things that makes makes us enjoy the cup games mm. because there's always bound to, bound to be upsets. And Barocca has it's not just now. Remember a few years ago they were we were like the team nobody wants to wanted yeah, to meet in, to the, face, in, the, in yeah. the cup. And I think that you know they it'll be quite quite good if if they do win it. Uh, but Micho, I think, I think he's, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we, we, we sound like those fans that really thought Liverpool has a chance against Madrid. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, Barocca is a nice team. I respect them, right? But I respect the, what but, they've done against, yeah. uh, uh, Sundowns and at Vets. And in yeah. fact, against Vets, they should actually want to game four. No. Yeah. Don't cry. Four, no. Don't cry. Don't, don't, here's my butt. Here's my butt. Okay. The stage is brighter. 
the lights are brighter, the audience is bigger, well, uh, the club is bigger. You know, we spoke okay. about this. They played Sundowns. We Sun spoke Dumb, about this last week. It time. doesn't get bigger did than when not, you play Pirates in the final. Did we not speak about this last week? And I'm telling you now, there'll be deers in headlights. We touched. They won't know what hit him. <laughs> and they're just going to succumb hey, to the pressure. Hey, this Pirates fan. No, I'm being serious now. Look, <laughs> Baraka, you know, games like this, Pirates mm. now have that, um, they've got that swagger yeah. about them now, right? They're comfortable. They've dealt with Chiefs comfortably. And, you know, they, they're at that level now where they fought at Sundowns as well, you know, in this calendar year. So they've beaten big teams. They've handled Supersport. They've overcome that yeah. uh, nightmare that Supersport used to give them. So they've now put themselves in a position whereby they can deal with anybody, mm -hmm. right? They don't have that fear coming into the game or maybe that apprehension yeah. anymore. So now when they play against Barroca, honestly, I, I think the guys are looking at Barroca and saying, look, they're a nice team. They cause a bit of an upset here. But listen. We've taken out so-and-so, we've beaten so-and-so, we've Can done we... this. And I don't think um, a game of this magnitude with so much on the line, with the way Mitra has handled his team throughout the whole year, mm. I honestly do not think that he is going to, you know, let it slip here. I because love, if, you look at, your... if you look at how Mitra's really, um, uh, you know, dealt with Pirates in terms yeah. of the setup this year, he's been spot on with his tactics. And I don't think he's going to let the guy slip it up now. This is not the time now. I mean, Especially for his... He's also, you know, got invested interest now because if he wins this cup, mm. right, 8th of December could buy him a ticket for the rest of the season. <laughs> so, Can we, let's, Pirates let's, are going to win this. Let's go, two, let's go back two months. And we touched on this last week. Let's go back two months. Peter Mokaba Stadium, Barroca against Pirates. Mm. Did they not... Yes, Pirates won. But were, were Barroca not quite distinctly the better side? Okay. I'm not going to say no, no, much. No, no, no. I, I'm not going to say okay. much. Okay, give me, a, give me a yes or no. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to... Okay. Yes, Barroco with a better side. Yeah. But all we know is Pirates won the game. That's all that matters. Okay. So whether Barroca played <laughs> Barcelona-style football, they played 80s Brazil-style football, Pirates won the game. That's okay. all that matters. Oh, you know, I, I, I like your enthusiasm, man. And, and you know... Uh, I, I wouldn't be too uh, dismissive of Barroca because mm. I, cause I, I look, you know, I, I did say something last week about you know them being renamed the, the boost. These guys seem to be on a mission with this with this trophy, and you know they they uh, to, to, I mean to be can, quite candid, I thought they this is mission impossible. They did, they did, they this, did themselves. This is in, mission impossible. In that game against Vitz. Yeah, you know, I, I they, never again just like just as they did against Sundowns, they should have won by at least four. Okay, so, yeah. okay. Pirates are not going to be conceding four, right? Okay. I know they should have beaten Sundowns and Vitz. Why not? Pirates are not conceding four, right? Number one. Number two, the experience factor comes in. When the stage is brighter and, you know, the audience is bigger and the demands are greater, yeah. this is where the big teams stand up. A team like Pirates thinking, knows these I'm just, demands. Imika, I'm just thinking the organization that knows these what, demands. Wetsin Nirendas will, will be telling his boys, listen, we're going to Port Elizabeth all the way to Port, the other side of the country. They're going on holiday. No pressure. They're go, they're gonna, they're gonna, Let's go there well, and, uh, and shut these so guys So long up. as he doesn't... He doesn't do what Baxter and, and Bafana did. End up on the they beach. don't go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, the best beaches in P are not by the Nelson Mandela base. I hope so. They're, they're further north, so they, don't worry about They them. just need to the go there. Come focused. Yeah, guys. they need to go there and... and... Micho knows what's at stake here, yeah. right? For Barroca, this is already... They've won the final by getting here, right? For listen, them, this, listen, this, is, this is a big oh, victory, hola. right? Pirates, listen, this listen is, there's still man. a job to be done here, right? Almost Silverware, as passionate about Pirates as he is about no, Arsenal. This silverware is... is something that Pirates haven't won in, in some time, yeah. right? And for Micho, like I said, him winning this final now buys him a first-class right, 
business class <laughs> ticket to the seeing out the rest of the season yeah. because he's got something to say well guys look let's calm down I've got silverware even if times are tough yeah. they can figure it out okay alright uh, I mean we'll get to predictions uh, prop maybe getting closer to the final as far as uh, uh, you know that, that match is concerned but it is Pirates up against Barocca Barocca have already made history Pola has touched on the fact that maybe they've won their final already but uh, they still have 90 minutes or even beyond to play come December the 8th now coming back to league match We've got the little matter of a Twane derby. I don't know how significant that is in, in just you know the bigger picture as far as the league is concerned this season. But Super Sport United up against Mamelodi Sundowns, and uh, we know sort of the result as far as this game is concerned over the past couple of seasons. Sundowns haven't had too much trouble. Do you see the changing this time? Well, you know, it's it's. I mean, both teams have, have had quite an indifference season yeah if it was a few seasons back or even last season you would you would imagine that um there's 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 so much more there and and, and a lot that we haven't seen with that that's supposed to be like maybe possibly uh, with the absence of swallows that should be like these next batch of derbies yes that should be bigger than everything else in in south africa but i i i don't know we, we haven't seen you know we haven't seen the same the intensity mm. In, in their in their games of of, of late and, and sundowns for some reason are, are not are not in the best of shape so it's one of those moments where you you'd, ima- you'd imagine that possibly Super Sport United m- might have a chance to to nick something here. Well, I mean these are the two uh, these are two teams Paula, that uh, you mentioned uh, Pirates and Nightmares uh, they're giving <laughs> yeah. the Buccaneers nightmares over the past three seasons or so. Uh, how do you see this one going? You know, honestly, it's an interesting game because you know I have to always remind people Sundowns are undefeated in the league guys, right? So, you know, for them um, as much as they're not playing, uh, you know, the Sundowns of um, last season that led them to the title, but they're undefeated. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So and a winner for whoever wins this game also there's a possibility of them you know pinning results they could go second whoever wins this game because they both have 18 points yeah so there's a lot at stake here but in terms of um who i think you know has the edge in this game i favor sundowns because they've got a better record against super sport and you know the, the super sport teams you know that did to handle sundowns you know that those were teams where man there were like three four national team players in those teams back then. that's the, true as well the cutters of those days the daintlates and so forth the super sport teams is a bit unstable it's a bit shaky i i really don't see them um beating sundowns to be honest with you i've got sundowns winning sundowns winning this one okay uh, so should they win they'll they remain unbeaten and still be on course and i think i have to agree with you they they're not far off they're, they're not, not far, that far off, off. No, no they're, they're, they're not. not i mean i i i, I, I don't have them played you know the, as to the level games. that they played that's very true uh, that yeah. they played uh, last season yeah but I mean, let's also not forget that both Sundowns and Pirates and I guess Chiefs as well going into African football soon, which is always going to, you know, uh, yeah, that, mess, that, that mess, mess, mess around when, uh, Especially now that they've changed the calendar yeah. to align with the yeah. with the European um, and obviously with South African calendar yeah. as well means that, um, you know, there are no excuses anymore. You have mm. to, yeah. to play yeah, I guess we'll see the ambitions of those three sides uh, over the next couple of months as well. But uh, uh, I'm trying to think of any other interesting tie that is coming up as far as the local game is concerned. And I can't really find any. Uh, so we, what we are going to do, we're going to take a slight short break. When we come back, we'll be talking Premier League. All the big sides in England seem to put in a good uh, shift, uh, except for Chelsea. And the biggest of them all, of course, Manchester United couldn't quite get a win. But we'll touch on that when we come back. Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football tribalists. To contribute to the show, 
pose a topic of debate or just complain about your favorite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven, or send us a text message starting with hashtag Pitch Invasion. Remember to also follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded. Welcome back to Pitch Invasion, and we've touched on South African football. Let's quickly go over to England, where Liverpool got a win, Manchester City got a win, both winning away, which was really impressive. Arsenal, Arsenal. Arsenal got a win. Yeah, got a win. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was the big game was uh, Spurs at home to uh, Chelsea, and uh, Mika, I know you want to really talk about Liverpool, but this was a big game of the weekend, and. I don't remember seeing Spurs being this bullish and being this abrasive. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. I saw Spurs at Old Trafford also turn no, no, over no, no. Well, a team. <laughs> this is not the first time wait, I've wait, seen wait, Spurs wait. play no, like this. I, but okay, no, I'm, com- I'm comparing that United to this Chelsea, two very different sides. That United was not unbeaten. That no, United not was struggling. It's about Spurs. It's about no, no, Spurs. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. So Spurs turning United over at Old Trafford mm. when they did wasn't a surprise this was a surprise in performance and in result well I, I must say even when they beat United that was a surprise because at, at that point in time it was not as if um, United were United looked like they were they started the season in a, being in a position to keep keep up with the rest of the mm-hmm. boys but uh, the difference with this one is that Chelsea seemed like the one team that was going to keep up with Liverpool and, 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 City. and Man City and, mm-hmm. and in fact at the point seemed like an unlikely challenger and then they dropped points and then suddenly you know, they, they were they were out, outclassed, totally outclassed, yep. to the point where even when they scored one goal, it didn't. It seemed, it, and it came from Giroud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it came. It, came, it, came I mean, it seemed like or anything like that. It seemed like you know, it wasn't even scant consolation. It was mm-hmm. like, like you know, they were going to get hit by more more goals after after they considered. Yeah. And I think when when you look at what Son. Uh, what a, the kind what a of game, game that he had. Oh, he Son could have, scored, could have scored four four goals at least mm. in that game, and that's that's how I mean. Tottenham on a good day, it's like how they beat Liverpool last season. You know, when on a very good day when they when they catch you, yeah. you know, it's like uh, they are unplayable. But you know, in this game, Conte for once looked looked lost. Jorginho was in sixes and sevens. Mm. The back four, uh, Alonso. You know, couldn't even do anything that he normally did, attacking wise, and then defensively, Rudiger and and uh, David Lewis, <laughs> and then the keeper. You know, you know, I don't know. I mean, credit the, to him though. I mean, he, he conceded three goals, but he still made at least at least another four, five really, really good saves. Yeah, yeah he did. So, he did. He did. But but the thing is, you know, there, there were moments. After those goals were considered, where, where you 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 could see the expression on his face, almost like mm. he wasn't sure yeah. of himself, like yeah. okay, you know what just happened. Maybe maybe I mean because of because of how how easy you know how it is where the where the, the defenders get taken out, yeah, and then the keeper is looking like, what am I supposed mm. to do? And maybe we do forget that it's still his what yes. third fourth month in English football. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps this was the first time where he was just like, whoa, I can concede three goals. I mean, has that getting a card yeah no it, and it, look everything it for, just, for yeah, Chelsea it didn't work out for Chelsea but, but Spurs I, were magic I must they say, really were magic if there's one thing I, I appreciate about Pochettino and how he's guided this Tottenham team I mean I'm not just thinking you know over the last you know God knows how many years I've been watching Tottenham I cannot remember a Tottenham side that whenever they play the big teams or even any team for that mm. matter 
when they score one goal, they look, you know, threatening and deadly enough to go and score three, four, five, yeah. if possible. Normally, the Tottenham's of old, you know, if they if they've got one against United, you know, they will be happy and they'll try shut it down. They'll try nullify yeah. the attack and they won't go forward much, right? But Tottenham are scoring three. You know, they've put three against Arsenal before. They've put mm. three against Chelsea. Three against Man United. So this is a team, you know, they've scored goals against Real Madrid. They've yeah. scored goals against Borussia Dortmund. Goals against Juventus. So Pochettino is really instilling attack into this team. And I'm loving it because he has the weapons and mm. there's no reason to hold them back. It was disgusting. <laughs> like there's another team in Manchester where they have the weapons, but, you know, somehow yeah. they're not deploying them. Whereas the I look at Tottenham every time they go forward. Yeah. They look threatening Poch, to score Poch three or something, four. something that impressed me. When I saw the lineup and I saw that he had Son, he had uh, Dele Ali, he had Kane, um, Erickson. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at this is this was like a real offensive, uh, you know, lineup, lineup that he put yeah, there, yeah. and he didn't he didn't try to yeah. to replace he them. He could have gone Sissoko, he could have yes. gone Dembele, he could have gone exactly. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when when they lost that game, uh, um, I mean, people usually would say, oh, you know, there's no Dembele in that game mm. because they, they need a bit of muscle in that midfield. Yeah. He went for uh, you know an attacking team that was going to take these guys out, and they were just simply. Uh, on a different level. I, 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 to this day, I still don't understand how someone like Christian Eriksen is still at Tottenham. The man, the man is 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 a high quality midfielder. He's but a high quality. Can midfielder. I also just say something uh, about the chairman Daniel Levy? At, um, it's a difficult at customer. Spurs, right? <laughs> a fan having something to say right. about Spurs? No, I'll, I'll, I'll give this guy praise. You know. I have this debate with my, you know, younger cousins and brothers about Tottenham and they always, oh, where's the trophy? Where's the trophy? And I keep saying to them, guys, there is success beyond silverware, mm -hmm. right? That most people underrate. I'm listening to Wenger now. Right? No, listen. <laughs> and, that, and that is stability, okay? Because I'll give you an example. Go ask Nottingham Forest, go ask Aston Villa, mm -hmm. all those European Cups they won and all those Premier League titles. What do they count for today when you cannot even stand on your own two feet, mm. right? And Daniel Levy has looked at the situation, Blackburn with, as well. right? Blackburn as well, where they looked, they had a situation, they got the bail money, they went on a spending spree, they bought all these players, it didn't, it didn't work out. Now he's actually had to refine his business module for the club and say, you know what, guys, let's see if we can work on our scouting. Let's see if we can sign up-and-coming mm. players and let's see if we can retain them. Let the club be sustainable yeah. as opposed to saying, okay, we're here now, we've arrived, now we can and flash they, the they, checkbook, they build, let's go sign. Yeah, they, they, they're building the stadium, building right? The stadium, but, which, but that's just part of growth yeah. of, of yeah. a club, right? So what I'm happy about what he's done about Tottenham is that he's actually kept them stable, right? And he hasn't gone haywire thinking, okay, this is it now, we're here, mm. let's go sign whoever, 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 and you know, put them on these ridiculous contracts and be in debt. And, you know, if results don't go, you know, because Pochettino might not stay there for long. That's right? just another So what Daniel Levy has done is made sure that, you know what, even if Pochettino goes, even if Kane goes, even if whoever goes, let's make sure the club mm. itself, the structure, stays afloat. And I think that is really, you know, a, an untold story about Tottenham, as much as we praise Pochettino yeah. and the players. But Daniel Levy has actually done a great job in making sure that Tottenham stay afloat. And they've become a much more attractive team as well to watch from a neutral yes. perspective as well. So uh, kudos to them and, and, and the good work that they're doing. Before we move on to Liverpool, a uh, quick point on Chelsea. Question marks for the very first time under uh, Coach Asari. 
his you know I guess decisions and 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 selection, the whole N'Golo Kante story coming to the fore now. What do you make of that? I think what what is his come with his whole Sari philosophy, um, more attacking attack minded. You know my worry is, you know you move Conte uh, out of position at a point in that game where you can see how much the Tottenham guys were were, were oh, coming were, at them. And then, of course, you can see that even the centre, the centre-back mm. pairing wasn't working. Why not reshuffle and move Kante back into that, that position? And then maybe even push Jorginho forward or play the two of them as, as you know, two, two sitting other, yeah. players. But, you know, he still went on with his own his own uh, tactics, which, to his credit, maybe he believes in his philosophy. But I think he will learn a lesson that in this league, you can't be all... Um, I mean, you, you've got to, to come to a point where you want to say, to say to yourself, maybe this is not working, I need to tinker and even adjust for some games. Mm. I think Sarri has just gone with the same philosophy in all the games. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't just yesterday. It was it was the last two, three games. Yeah, Everton as well. They, they they've, they've, almost, they've almost been found out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I, I just think, you know, on the N'Golo Kante situation, it's, you know, I... I, I think Kant is a very good player. There's no question, right? But he's a very good defensive midfielder and he's the best probably at defending as a defensive midfielder. Yeah. But in terms of all the other traits that, you know, come into football, he's not offering much, you know, going forward, he's not offering mm-hmm. much. He's a decent passer, not the best passer. You know, he doesn't have a shot on him to save his life. And I think maybe Sarri is thinking to himself, look, I, you're a great defensive midfielder, but in transition, where I need my players going up for it, because at Napoli, that's where Sarri made his his, his bread. You know, like mm. transition play, Jorginho going forward, Allen going forward, with Hamsik going forward, Kale on this side, Dries Mertens that side. That's what Sarri does best, that mm. transition play. And with somebody like Kante, that's not his style. That's not his game. So that nullifies him. And maybe, you know, well, now they've extended his deal. So they'll have to find a way to make that work. But I just don't think in, in, in Sarri's system, you know, maybe Kante is getting, you know, to the level that he was when he was at France and yeah. the season when he was at Conte and at Leicester. So there's something, like Amika said, maybe Sarri might have to tinker to see if he can get the best out of Kante. Well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, Chelsea are down in fourth uh, behind Spurs and with Arsenal breathing down their breathing necks. Down so uh, it's going to be a, a very interesting, uh, I guess, couple of, especially going to the December period, we know exactly what happens during that time. But let's touch on Liverpool. And here's a question, and uh, I guess it only makes sense that we throw it at you, Mika. Liverpool's success, is it based purely on Mane's ability? Is it Salah's ability? Or are they best when they actually combine it? No, I think it's got to do with 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 Klopp. Okay. Um, if you notice this season, I think Klopp has 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 been a lot more pragmatic in his, mm. in his approach. Last season, Liverpool were very difficult to play against. The blue teams away, mm. but they also had they moments where, 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 where they dropped. <laughs> very difficult to play against. They finished fourth. Well, because of the Champions League finals, <laughs> um, where where they, they scored a lot of goals, but they also considered a lot of goals, and you know there, there was something that was. Um, fundamentally wrong with the team, you know, last season. What he has done this season, which most people haven't noticed, is the fact that um, Firmino, who used to be the lead the attack, mm. the, has been pulled back a bit. And sometimes you almost find that it's almost like like he has he plays four, two, three, one with either Salah 
um, rather than playing just all the time on, on the right, he almost seems to be like the, the, the guy who is finally up there. But then it's, it's Firmino's movement mm. in his new role that you know seems to create a lot, a lot of um, um, situations. And if you see even with with some of the goals that they scored, or two of the goals that they scored last uh, last weekend, it's it's that movement. And then when you say uh, Salah or or, or Mane, and, and I, I think the, that that question mm. of of rivalry was instigated by fans last season. Initially, when they started, it was okay, and then suddenly Mane had that howler. I think it was against um, I can't remember who, who it was where. He was supposed to have passed to him, and then that, oh, and that yes, became yes. such a big deal for him. Then he got sent off against Man City. What has happened this season is that I think they suddenly realized that with everybody struggling, and especially Salah in, in, in the early part of the season, it worked better for them if they try and, and you know get back to doing what they what they did best. And we, you know we've seen we've seen the result. It's the movement, and also the the, the fact that it doesn't matter who scores at the end mm. of, at the end of the day because. There was one of the goals that they scored. I, I, I was watching the Chelsea Tottenham game, and I thought to myself that you know, uh, with 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 Liverpool, it was one, two, three, and they were. I mean, I, I mean, uh, and and they finished off with the, with the. It was who, finished, who scored the, the goal? It was Salah. Salah, yes, yes. But you could see Firmino all the way to the left. Mane, he didn't even almost like he like without thinking he passed it. And then I saw in the other game, the sports game where people try to over 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 elaborate mm. you know you get to that point where you know you, you put the interest of the team overall uh, at the end of the day and you see that now they've only considered five goals they the the team is is um it's looking like the only team that can challenge uh man city they may not be scoring as many goals but I don't think anyone's going uh, to. But look, listen. Before you, before you, before you, before you, before you straighten them out. <laughs> maybe let me ask this from a, from a, a an opposition point of view. If as an Arsenal fan, if you're playing Liverpool, who do you fe- who do you fear more, Mane or Salah? Okay, I can answer that because we did play Liverpool, right? Right, and we had both of them in their pocket, right? <laughs> it, okay, just for the sake of answering your yeah. question, right? I fear Mane over Salah, because? right? Because I think uh, Mane is more skillful. I think Mane, uh, Mane's movement off the ball is better than yeah. Salah's, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I think Salah, to me, is a threat once he has the ball in an attacking area. I don't think Salah has the ability, like Mane does, to take it from anywhere mm-hmm. in the pitch. Yeah. And before you know it, you know, he's gone. I agree with you. Right? But just to address what Amika said, you know what Liverpool's problem is, right? They are one... Still. Th- yeah, yeah, right? Still Liverpool, a problem. Right, yeah. But Second they, place, Liverpool... Yeah. Five goals conceded. Remember, they did finish fourth last year. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you what Liverpool's problem is, right? They are one-dimensional, okay? Number one. Right. The second problem, this is something that Una Emery exposed of Liverpool. Outside of Mane and Salah, where else are the goals coming from? Mm. From Liverpool. Outside of those two. Firmino has been a no-factor this season. Shakiri will score if you put him against Cardiff, right? That midfield, I, I don't, has any of the midfield Firmino, 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 Liverpool goals coming Firmino from? has scored six goals this season. Against who? Okay, the one against PSG in the Champions He has scored, he came on, he came on and changed that game. I'm he sure it was against Burnley, it was probably against Cardiff. Was probably, where, he saw, um, now let me get back to my point, right? Yeah. The problem with Liverpool is that when you looked at uh, Tottenham, right? Three different goal scorers, Kane, Son and Ali. Yeah. Okay. You look at Chelsea, right? They've got, you know, guys who they're relying on Hazard, but they have guys that can score. Like okay? who? 
Um, yeah, you saw Giroud sports. <laughs> <laughs> and what did what did the commentator what did the commentator say? Morata, his, his first goal of the season. His first goal of the season. Morata scored precisely. How can you even say? How can you even say that? Let me finish my point, Amiga. How, how can you even say that? Wait, Amiga. Let me finish. About Liverpool, we'll, we'll give you we'll give you a chance to actually. To actually my point, right? Yeah. Is that for me when I look at the Liverpool side, Red Star Belgrade also exposed the same oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when you nullify that attacking trio mm. to some regard okay in terms of goal scoring the goals are not they're no they're dry nobody else is scoring okay who scored against Chelsea what do you mean oh Sturridge had to come and roll back <laughs> the years and <laughs> literally a fluke shot that really should have gone out of the stand he has scored he has scored three goals and he, and he hasn't even played one one, Amiga, one full outside half outside of that top, outside of that trio right where else are your goals coming from like you saw man. at the Emirates Shakiri, Shakiri, we Shakiri, shut down Salah Shakiri has right? scored as Rob yeah. Hol- Torreira right and Rob Holding had Salah in their pocket it was dry Liverpool had no goal scorers so my problem with Liverpool like we saw in the Champions League final right Salah went off there was no okay. Mane did score, like I said. If you shut down those three, Mane, Firmino, and Salah, that's why we, in the midfield, that's why they we, have that, no goal that's why we in the what, has hap- what has happened to Naby Keita? Yeah, what's happened to Naby Keita? Had an injury, right? Okay, so he's back on the bench, and with Henderson suspended, I think he's going to come back. You know, oh, please with, don't mention Henderson. Yeah, the, thing, the, thing, the thing with club is that if a player is injured, one thing that he doesn't try and do is rush them back into. Mm into um, action because a few times that it has happened because of the way they were playing before that whole Kenyan pressing and all that yeah. I think he's kind of uh, you know managed his players because at the end of the day he was if you look at Liverpool this season Liverpool just tell me one game where Liverpool has played if you, if you were talking about driving a car where they've, they've gone into gear three mm. because they can't because they're one dimensional no, they haven't they haven't they're one dimensional they've changed their approach Red Star Belgrade exposed that first that's of all one. Arsenal gave them the blue that's one game that's one game <laughs> right Red Star that's Belgrade that's right? one Arsenal have exposed that that's so one bad day Chelsea also exposed that no, 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 if it wasn't no, for no, Sturridge's nah, miracle Chelsea, goal Chelsea didn't so that's what I'm saying is that with Liverpool right my fear, well, why is it a fear for me? <laughs> the problem with Liverpool is that they are one dimensional and Liverpool, I, I just don't see Liverpool any other threat. I don't see any other threat outside of that front three. And even with that front three, right? You need all three firing. If one of them have a decent game, mm. it's not good enough. Mm. You need all three firing. For me, no, this season, if it wasn't for his movement off the ball, right? Honestly, he'd be a non-factor, right? So you look at Salah and Mane in terms of the, the importance, right? They go hand in hand. But when they came up against Arsenal, right, we managed to stop both of them. And a goal had to literally come from James Milner because of a mistake. So that's what I'm saying with Liverpool. Goal coming from Where James else are the Milner. goals uh, coming from outside James of that? James Milner. Obviously, Moran. Unless a, 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 another Trent Alexander on a free kick. Free kick, yes. Oh. <laughs> the youngster. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, tell it's me, a... Tell me you didn't enjoy that free kick. It was a good free kick. I, Thank you I enjoyed much. it because he's on my fantasy. That's the only reason. <laughs> You know, it's it's a it's a dark day when when this is a very different sounding caller to the one that that, yeah. that you know we've known for the past Arsenal maybe won. five six years. There's a, a bit more base. There's a bit more confidence. I'm supporting the right team. When you supporting Bafana last week? Supporting the right team. But uh, uh, speaking of, of of the right team uh, for you, Kola, we, we we can't go to break yet before we talk about an upcoming North London derby, and uh, it, it's one that comes. You know where both sides are actually in very very good shape at the moment. Can I tell yeah. something? Um, Tottenham Day. <laughs> can I tell something? You know, Tottenham. 
I mentioned this um, earlier, you know, um, the stability that they've built, you mm. know, it wasn't just a one-off season thing. Like everybody thought Harry Kane would be done just a one season. Is he going to do it again after the second season? <laughs> or maybe it was luck and three, four and Harry Kane's established, mm. right? Same with Tottenham. It wasn't just that one season, two, three, four established in the Champions League, you know, uh, three times now, two, three times in the last four, five seasons. So they're established. So... Honestly, as an Arsenal fan, I'm not under underestimating Tottenham one bit. Yeah. However, this game is at the Emirates, and this is where we usually turn them over. They've they've held on for some draws at the Emirates as well, mm. but that was under Wenger. So now with uh, <laughs> Unai Emery, the guy is a tactician, like you saw against Bournemouth. Decided, you know, what, this game is not for Özil. I'm gonna play. Was five at the back, but you know he had wing back, so three. Uh, four three, and the guy knows how to plan against opposition. So now, when I look at the Tottenham game, it's going to keep Tottenham guessing in terms of you know how are Arsenal going to line up mm. because against Wenger, that's why Pochettino's record against Wenger was decent because Wenger always played the exact same lineup, exact same uh, strategy and uh, formation. Now, it's going to be a bit tricky for them. And the key thing for me in this game is that we actually have somebody in the midfield that can combat that uh, threat that Dembele poses going mm. forward and back and uh, Christian Eriksen we have Lucas Torreira that guy I'm, listen I'm an Arsenal fan but I know <laughs> Barca are going to come calling for that guy in two seasons so we need to make sure we re-sign that guy with a 150 million clause uh, <laughs> signing clause on yeah. that guy because he's been very crucial back-to-back -back man of the matches as well so it's not going to be easy but I still think we have the advantage because we're at home 17 games unbeaten and we have more goal-scoring threats than they do. Mm. You know, I, I know. You, you I think so? I think we do because you know, if you look at uh, Spurs, you know, I'm I'm looking at uh, you know, Ericsson to me is a goal threat, you know, from set pieces. But we have guys, uh, you know, that can also do that. Um, Jackers were very good at set pieces, so that cancels it out. For your Harry Kane, we've got Aubameyang, but we also have Lacazette, mm. so they don't have a Lacazette in there. If you want to throw Son. We've got Iwobi in there. And you know what? Guys like Mikitarian are yet to turn up this season. So they can also turn up. So we have guys that can actually put goals in the back of the net who still are yet to turn up. Whereas for Tottenham, for me, I think everything is too driven around Harry Kane. And I, I think if you keep Kane quiet, the game is, is, is going to be a very, um, I don't want to say open game, but it's going to put Tottenham under pressure. And I'll give you another example why I say that. Because against Man United, they couldn't keep, they couldn't contain Kane, right? Mm. Forget the goal. His movement off the field is what opened the lanes for Lucas. It's what opened the lanes uh, for the midfield to come through. And that's what Harry Kane does really, really well. He did it against Spain in that friendly where he didn't score, but his movement let Raheem Sterling, you know, look like uh, Ronaldo that one night. So if you can contain Kane's movement, it will really nullify the guys out wide because so we have the pace to match so them out wide. You, your centre-back pairing, which do you think they've got what it takes? I'm worried about Mustafi, goodness gracious. That's what I'm thinking to myself as well. But you know what, if, if Rob Holding could ho hold... Uh, Salah and Mane <laughs> and Firmino I'm sorry I, God bless Harry Kane but Rob Holding put Salah and Mane in his pocket yeah. who is Harry Kane? <laughs> it wasn't just Rob Holding my friend who is Harry Kane? ah <laughs> oh, so much bass in Ola's voice guys this is not at all I know but it's yeah. good to see good to see you we'll see what happens come after, out and then of course we're going to be Tottenham you're going to be Tottenham and the winner of this you know um, goes there because we're also level on goal difference as well mm. so if we win this Go above Spurs back to 
parity has been restored. <laughs> parity has been restored. I love this man. <laughs> but we're going to take a short break when we come back. It's La Liga, Real Madrid getting a solid, a royal whipping at Eibar. And uh, Atletico Madrid nearly, nearly getting all the points they required against Barcelona, but it wasn't to be. We'll be back after this. Want to sponsor the first half of the Pitch Invasion podcast? Email info at audiodacious.com for more information.